0: More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, navigating negativity. our negative
1: thoughts, or negative people, bringing you down? Let's help you find the grace-filled steps to a happier life and more joyful relationships. 877-573-7825. If they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life, well, the theology of the body uh, reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to Life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other
2: every moment of every day. Surprising.
1: Relevant. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak.
2: I'm Lisa Popchak. And
1: today's show is titled Navigating Negativity. (laughs) We're talking about all those negative people that bring you down and all those negative thoughts that get in the way. We want to help you find grace-filled steps to reclaiming your power, leading a happier life, and having healthier, more joyful relationships. Give us a call. The number is 877 877 573-7825. 573-7825. Again, that's 877 573
2: Is someone's negativity holding you back or wearing you down? It can be so difficult. Are they undermining your confidence? Are they being antagonistic about your faith or your values? Belittling your hopes or dreams that you feel God has placed on your heart? Or for that matter, would you like to find ways to fight back against the negative messages that the enemy is whispering in your ear and causing you to beat up on yourself or doubt your decisions or make you too afraid to make changes that God is calling you to in your life? If that's the case, or you have somebody in your life who is just being inundated by negativity and you want to know how to lift them up and help them out, well, let us help you find that grace and peace and strength to navigate negativity and reclaim the power to live in God's truth. Give us a call today on More to Life at 877-573-7825. That's 877 877- Five seven three. 7825.
1: Negativity affects us in, in so many different ways. I mean, Again, whether it's people being negative with us and holding us back or keeping us down in some way, undermining us or being antagonistic, or our own tendencies to hold ourselves back, question our decisions, or live in doubt and fear, um, the, the reality is you know, the, we get stuck in that negative place because honestly the alternative seems a little silly, the idea of being positive right uh, we, we think that that we're if we're if if we're not supposed to be negative we should be positive
2: well um, and i think that's exactly what you know as as i was saying here to our listeners it, these other people who give us that message who are like oh you're just so positive and that's ridiculous and don't you know the state of the world and the state of the church and they just they they pinpoint that and make it worse for us
1: well but and, and honestly even the people who try to pull us out of our negativity by saying oh just think positively you kind of want to slap them sometimes <laughs> because they don't know what we're carrying sure but the, the point is that the positivity isn't actually the opposite of negativity proactivity is the opposite of negativity you know, let me explain what I mean. When we're negative, we're paralyzed. We feel stuck. We feel hopeless. We feel like there's nothing I can do. Right? And being positive doesn't necessarily help anything, because actually research shows that positivity can sometimes reinforce negativity. Because when I'm saying in the front of my head, gosh darn it, Greg, you're you know, you're great and people love you. In the back of my head, I'm hearing, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah.
4: Or whatever that
2: positive thing is that we're trying to think. You know, we're not magnets. We only, the only time positivity and negativity is an opposite of each other is on a magnet. But in human life, it's so much more complicated than that.
1: And that's why we say proactivity is the opposite of negativity. You know, it's fine to identify that something is negative, that there's a problem here. Uh, it's, it's okay to acknowledge that this stinks. Uh, and, and I wish I was anywhere else else but here or doing this thing or handling this person right um but, but the but and the positive approach is to say well it's not really a problem don't worry about it which doesn't help anything right but the proactive approach is yeah this is a problem so what can we do about it Let's gather some resources. How can we connect with God's grace? What are the next steps we can take? And that allows us to navigate negativity in a realistic and graceful way.
2: Well, and it also allows us to be our most authentic self as Christians. Because we're not meant to just think, you know, oh, God will just take care of this and just wave his giant magic wand in the sky and make it all better. We're called to walk with him cooperate with what he's asking us to do, transform ourselves through cooperating with that grace and doing those things, and help transform the world. So hopefully today as we talk about how to apply this idea of proactivity in your life or to the advice and care you're giving to someone else who is in a very negative, struggling space, we can help you. If you give us a call today on 8, at 877-573-7825. That's
1: 877-573-7825. Is someone's negativity holding you back in some way or wearing you down? Maybe they're undermining your confidence or being antagonistic about your faith or values, belittling the hopes and dreams you feel God has placed on your heart. Or for that matter, maybe you'd like to find ways to fight back against the negative messages the enemy is whispering in your spiritual ear, causing you to beat up on yourself or doubt your decisions or be too afraid to make important changes you feel God might be asking you to make. If so, give us a call, 877-573-7825.
2: And I think we have to really address the fact that this negative message we might not even think of as negativity. It can be just manifesting itself as anxiety, anxiety, depression paralyzing fear and that can be for you or somebody
1: you care about feeling of being stuck
2: just yeah, in this is something that we as parents and grandparents are very aware of aren't we that our kids are dealing with just being inundated by news reports by criticism at school by bullying and they are immersed in this negativity how do we help them out of that and really be effective perhaps it's you that if you listen to one more news story or have to deal with one more person that you just don't want to deal with this anymore it's really wearing you down the other thing we have to realize is those gatherings are coming up, those family get-togethers or cards that we send to each other or all those things. The holidays really shine a light on things that are not right, people that we feel are negative and drain our energy and bring us down. If any of that is something that you want help with and you want new tools to deal with, let us help you today on More to Life at 877. 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. That's eight seven seven five seven three seventy eight
1: twenty five. Every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's theology of the body. And for folks who don't know what that is, um, St. John Paul, when he was pope, gave a series of reflections over the course of about five years, where he looked at how, when we prayerfully contemplate God's creation we can discover a lot about God's plan for living a more abundant life and having healthier, holier relationships.
2: The theology of the body helps us challenge negativity by reminding us of who we truly are and what we're called to become through God's grace. Negativity traps us in our fallen selves, making us believe that the broken person we see when we look in the mirror is all we are and all we ever can be. But the theology of the body reminds us that our focus should always be on what we were created to be and what we are destined to become again through God's grace. It allows us to acknowledge the healing work that needs to be done in our lives and our relationships, but gives us a blueprint. To imagine what the world can look like if we just keep asking God to teach us how to respond in his grace to the challenges that we are facing.
1: So the theology of the body reminds us that we are beloved sons and daughters of God. That we were created for more and destined for more than brokenness. And if we hold on to that vision, even in the face of our very real problems, God will show us how to respond to those challenges in a way that helps us glorify Him, build life in communion with others, and work for both our ultimate good and that of the people around us. We don't have to be afraid anymore. The theology of the body helps us rediscover that freedom that negativity tries to rob us of, the freedom to cooperate with God's grace to become what we are, the whole, healed Godly, grace-filled sons and daughters of God that we were created to be, called to live in true, loving, intimate communion with the people who share our lives and live abundant lives that reflect God's grace. We're here to help you do all that and more today on More to Life on our show today titled Navigating Negativity. I almost, I almost say that. <laughs> Navigating negativity. And if, you, someone is, if somebody's negativity is holding you back or wearing you down, if they're undermining your confidence, being antagonistic about your faith or values, belittling your hopes or dreams, or for that matter, if you want to find ways to fight back against your own negative voice in your head, the, the negative messages the enemy whispers in your spiritual ear that causes you to beat up on yourself or doubt your decisions or be too afraid to make changes that you think God might be calling you to make, well, give us a call. We want to help you find grace-filled ways to navigate negativity and reclaim the power to live in God's truth. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 573 7825 let us help you break through those barriers that negative people and negativity cause us to feel held back by with that let's take our concerns to the Lord we'll start taking your calls in the name of the Father, Father and, and the, the Son,
2: Son and the and Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit.
1: Amen.
4: Amen
1: Lord Jesus Christ we place ourselves in your presence and we ask you to help us to see ourselves our lives and our relationships as you see them Because when you look at us, you see everything that we were created to be and everything that we can be through your grace. Help us to have that vision and keep that vision in the front of our minds at all times so that as we go through the problems and challenges we face, we are able to see what you are calling us to become and strive for that through your grace. Help us to be honest about the problems that we face and the challenges before us, but to see those problems and challenges in a way that allows us to connect with your grace, to make plans by gathering the resources you give us and taking advantage of the support that you provide to us, both by yourself and through the people that you've placed in our lives, so that we can approach those challenges in a proactive and effective, graceful way. Help us to ignore the negative messages that people try to give to us that hold us back from your plan help us to fight back against the negative messages the enemy whispers in our spiritual ear in an attempt to distract us from your plan and help us in all things that we do to glorify you and show the power of your grace in our lives we ask all this through the intercession of the blessed virgin mary and in the name of the Father, the Son, and the, the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. Hope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, Navigating Negativity. Our negative thoughts or negative people bringing you down, holding you back, wearing you out. We're going to help you find the grace-filled steps you need to reclaiming your power and leading a happier and more joyful life. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 877- 573-7825
2: let's talk now with Mary Catherine listening to EWTN radio in Florida
1: hi Mary Catherine welcome to More to Life what's your question for us oh
3: good morning um, good, good I'm morning you this, yeah, Mary Catherine you've got that thank you so much for your prayer it actually is a prayer to, to help facilitate that very thing because we're unable to do what you're saying to navigate that I'm 61 and uh, I believe, as you just did, we pray. We start with ourselves. Um, some of us were born to very unhappy parents, and I'm one of five right. kids, and that home was very, very, very negative, and we're just just very dysfunctional. And so, the 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 thing is, my dad. Um, is the one person who I can say wins the all-time award for the woulda, coulda, shoulda. But he's also one <laughs> of the most big-hearted, wonderful, loving people in the world. I'm so much like him, and I'm close to him, and I'm not close to any of the rest of the family because there's just a a handicap with with growing up with that kind of negativity, and there is a lack of learning how to love deeply and spiritually and being close to God. And then... You do sometimes have to say goodbye to people, Um, but we have to start with ourselves. Since I'm so like my father, um, I picked up a lot of his bad habits, and I'm sure that some people wanted to um, exile me from their life because I might have been. The problem i didn 't see myself that way when I was younger, but now that we 're older, and we hopefully have grown close to God, and we say the act of contrition like you said, with the help of thy grace, we really can open our eyes, and i 've been writing a book because i 've taught the faith um, fourth grade through ninth grade uh, for twenty five years, and I started to write a book, even though i didn 't feel capable God wanted me to, and one of the things is that um Sincere humility, he wrote, he wrote through me. Sincere humility is a powerful virtue, providing sight where you never knew you were blind. And it's not intentional, it's habitual. And it is, as you said, inspired by Satan. And he uses every negative or, or, or weaker, um, spirit within our lives to persuade us to live unholy life. And it is tormenting. Yeah, and
1: I you know that's something that people don't really appreciate is that, 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 that you know, the spiritual battles that we need to fight um, are, are really those battles that you were just talking about here. And you know, in fact, our scripture of the day you know, comes from 2 Corinthians 10, 3, 5, which talks about the need to take every thought captive in obedience to Christ you know, and not just assume that because a thought or a feeling is in our head that it's automatically true and that we should follow through with it. You know, It could be true or it might not be or maybe there's a little bit of both in there and we have to bring it before God and say, okay, Lord, how do you want us to think about this? How do you want us to respond to this? And that's where we go back to that idea that I was saying earlier in the program, which is that the opposite of negativity isn't positivity, it's proactivity. It's not just telling myself, oh, there's no problem here, nothing to worry about, God's going to handle it all. I mean, you know, it's, it's about saying, well, certainly God is with me, and he's present to me, and he's giving me the grace that I need to respond to this. Now, what's the next step? How can I respond to this in a way that will help fulfill that vision that God has for me as that whole healed godly grace-filled person that he's asking me to strive for instead of just settling for what's in front of me and that Mary Catherine is where the humility that you were talking about comes in too because humility isn't isn't about beating myself up or running myself down it's about being open to saying I don't know everything and I don't have all the tools that I need but if I reach out to God and the people around me to get the help that I need and, and get the perspectives that I need then that's going to help me become more the person that God wants me to be and help me share what my gifts with them so that they can become more of what God wants them to be too.
2: Yeah, There's a possibility that God will then use us to influence those people who have actually been the ones who put put these very negative depleting seeds into our minds in the first place. Mary Catherine, I want to thank you for your insight and the humility that you're showing on your whole journey and thank you for writing your book to share this with people because we really need to know that we're not betraying those who raised us by doing better, by healing, by taking on the mantle of Christ rather than the mantle of the pain and dysfunction we were raised in, that this is something that God can actually help us do and calls us to do. And so many of us feel trapped because we think that if we make steps to get healthier, to get holier, to find healing, to change that mindset that we're somehow betraying our family of origin. And you're really there to witness to, no, that is not the fact at all. We're really building ourselves up in that attempt to change our families and change the world and come against everything that Satan's trying to do to tear our own family, ourselves, and the world apart. So thank you for your yeah. witness today. It, brilliant and beautiful. Thank you for sharing.
1: And when we do and, and have those the times when we un- Unfortunately, have to make a choice um, between our family of origin and the family of God. The family of God always has to come first. That has to be our vision. Thanks for thanks for those comments, Mary Catherine. Appreciate it. Eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five. We're talking about navigating negativity today on More to Life. Our negative thoughts or negative people bringing you down 877-573-7825 let us help you find the grace-filled steps to reclaiming your power in God's grace and leading a happier life and more joyful relationships 877-573-7825 whether you are struggling with negativity negative people are holding you back or you're trying to help a negative person in your life let's talk about how to do that effectively 877 573 Seven eight two five. More to Life will continue with your calls. Coming back right after the break. Stick around. This program is brought to you by the following nonprofit underwriter.
0: Finding health care for yourself and your family can be isolating and confusing. That's why the Catholic Health Alternative CMF Curo is offering Christ-centered health sharing for individuals and families along with new wellness services to help heal and restore your whole person, spirit, mind, and body. Visit cmfcuro.com to find out more. That's cmfguro.com, where you can experience Christ's healing love in your health and wellness. On
1: the next epiphany.
3: All hail King Jesus. Hi, Vanessa Denha Garmo here. Let's intentionally adore Jesus on this first Friday. And tune in to listen to Mike steck Scholte share the stories featured in Detroit Catholic. Mother and unborn baby care is having a banquet on November 19th. Nancy Peterson and Sherry Ballinger want to invite you.
1: Epiphany, weekdays at noon on Ave
0: Maria Radio. Light of the East, weekends on Ave Maria Radio. I am Father Thomas Loya. This week on Ave Maria, I hear the echoes of the coming Christmas season, and it presents us with not only a spirit of gift, but also of saints and angels to focus upon in our preparation. Now on Ave Maria Radio's newest FM stations, 105.5 FM in Southfield and 107.9 FM in Ann Arbor. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com.
2: Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm
1: Dr. Greg Popchak. Today's show is titled Navigating Negativity, and we're talking about how to negotiate those negative thoughts or negative people that bring you down, hold you back, or wear you out. Give us a call at 877. 877- Joining us right now, Rachel Isaac. She is a pastoral counselor with CatholicCounselors.com. She is the director at CatholicCounselors.com of the St. Sebastian Program for Performance Excellence, where she specializes in the psychology of success. Rachel, welcome to More to Life.
4: Thank you for having me.
1: Well, so we want to start with, why is it so hard to kind of break out of that negative thinking cycle and what are some steps we can take to develop a healthier mindset
4: well one of the biggest reasons we get caught in a cycle of negativity is due to the cognitive distortion of black or white thinking also called all or nothing thinking what this means is that we tend to think that either everything is bad or everything is good And more often than not we don't even get to the everything is good side of things nor do we even really want to because that's also not necessarily realistic a healthy way to break the cycle of negative thinking is to intentionally allow both good and bad to exist i like to call this the yes and approach when we use the yes and approach we validate the negative thing by saying x thing is bad But then we allow the good to exist as well by saying, and there's this good thing. It's more of our natural tendency to say, this thing is bad, but this thing is good, which often leads to this tendency or this sense of false positivity. Or we say, this thing is good, but this thing is bad, which detracts from the good thing that exists. Instead, when we say, this thing is bad and this thing is good, we're allowing space for both good and bad to coexist without detracting from or invalidating the other. Using the yes and approach helps us to break out of the black or white thinking and helps us to move to just a more realistic mindset. It also gives us a better perspective on our situation and help us navigate and feel more grounded when handling those negative challenges while still acknowledging the good things that are happening in our life as well.
1: Well, and, and I guess what I'm what I'm hearing you say kind of goes back to a point I was making earlier in the show, which is that the opposite of negativity isn't positivity; it's it's really proactivity. It's the idea that okay, yes, this is bad, and I have these resources that I can apply to it. You know, yes, this is bad, and I have these people in my life who will support me. Yes, this is difficult, and God is here walking with me through this, and we can figure this out together. I mean, it's, it's, is that what you're kind of getting at?
4: That's absolutely correct. Yeah, and and two of the terms maybe I'd kind of like to use in addition to that as well is just sort of, you know, helpful versus hurtful, right? Because positive or negative makes us automatically think, you know, that it's the opposite of the negative thing, right? The positivity is the opposite of the negative thing or the negativity is the opposite of the positive thing. And it's really not about that at all because that is that sense of false positivity. It's about what's helpful and what's hurtful, right? And maybe that negative thing is hurtful, but what's the helpful thing I can do, right? So that proactive that you're talking about, or even sort of a sense of of real optimism, right? Optimism isn't, real optimism isn't a sense of false positivity. It's saying, you know, I can acknowledge that this thing is bad, but it's also saying, what can I do about it, or how can I approach this thing? So that point of proactivity is completely, you know, it coincides with everything that I'm saying here, for sure.
1: Yeah, and you know, it occurs to me too that you know when we're being negative, we feel paralyzed. When we when we're being you know kind of falsely positive, we're, we're kind of being passive. But this proactive approach allows us to actually cooperate with God's grace by saying, "Yes, this is bad, and now what? <laughs> what are we? What is God right. going to make of this with me, through me, and in me?" Rachel, thank you so much for those insights. Really important stuff. And I encourage folks to learn more about Gurgood work by checking out the Saint Sebastian program at CatholicCounselors.com and learning. How to Cooperate with God's Grace to Lead a More Abundant and Successful and Fulfilling Life. That's CatholicCounselors.com. We are taking your calls, listeners, at 877-573-7825. Let us help you navigate negativity and negative people in your life in more graceful ways. Stick around. We'll be back in a minute. Today's programming on 990WDEO is brought to you in part by a gift from our day sponsor, Joseph Shafransky, who would like to say, Today on my 79th birthday, I'd like to thank my parents, Antony and Parania Shevransky, for the gift of life and for passing down to me my Ukrainian Catholic faith. Happy birthday, Joseph, from all of us here at Ave Maria Radio.
0: If you have a message you want to share, be a day sponsor at 877-288-1077. This program brought to you by the following nonprofit company. From Affirm Films comes Journey to Bethlehem. It wasn't a dream. An angel came to me. Look at the star.
5: Yes, it is.
0: You truly believe that this child is the chosen one. What is his name?
5: Jesus.
4: Journey to Bethlehem. Rated PG. Federal guidance suggested. In theaters everywhere November 10th. Soundtrack also available. More information is at journeytobethlehem.com.
1: I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Anxiety is such a commonplace experience that we often feel like there's something wrong with us when we aren't feeling anxious. We wonder what new threat to our security or peace we're missing. But how do you know whether you're experiencing normal garden variety stress and anxiety, or whether you're struggling with something more serious? Has anxiety become a regular part of your life? Does it impact your performance at work or make it harder to enjoy your relationships or prevent you from having the energy to do the things you used to enjoy? These are good signs, it's time to seek professional help. People often wait years before getting appropriate counseling help, and by then the problem's been allowed to grow into something that's having a serious impact on your life, career, and relationships. Anxiety is very treatable, and a vast majority of people who seek help get better. If you're ready to win your battle against anxiety, check out my book, Unworried, or visit CatholicCounselors.com.
2: We're so glad to be with you today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popcheck.
1: I'm Dr. Greg Popcheck, and today our show is titled "Navigating Negativity" as we talk about fighting back against both those negative thoughts and negative people that are trying to hold us back, wear us down, or frustrate us in some way. Give us a call at eight seven seven. 573-7825 And tell us Is someone's negativity holding you back Or wearing you down Are they undermining your confidence Being antagonistic about your faith or values Belittling your hopes and dreams Or for that matter Would you like to find ways to fight back Against the negative messages The enemy is whispering in your spiritual ear Causing you to beat up on yourself Question your decisions Or be too afraid to make the changes You know would be good for you but you're having a hard time taking the first step to make. Eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five. Let us help you reclaim your power in God's grace to live in his truth.
2: Before we take our next call, we want to send out congratulations to a longtime member of the EWTN radio family, Pax et at Bonum Radio, serving Albany, Sarasota Springs, Hudson, Esperance, and Cherry Valley and and Saratoga, I'm sorry, in New York, is celebrating, they're doing all that, for 13 years with EWTN.
1: Congratulations to Tom and Laura Threlkeld and their team at WOPGAM and FM from all of us here at EWTN. And wherever you're listening to your local Catholic radio station, make sure you're supporting that station both with your prayers and with your dollars to keep Catholic radio going strong. For generations to come, so we can keep supporting you and living a more abundant life and having healthy, holy relationships.
2: Right now, let's go to Erica, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Oklahoma on Oklahoma Catholic Radio.
1: Hi, Erica. Welcome to More to Life. What can we do for you? Erica, are you there? Hi, guys. Thank you
5: so much for um, taking my call. Um, Mm -hmm. Certainly. What can we do for you today? I do have a I have a husband who suffers from complex post traumatic stress disorder and um I'm so sorry he's well, dealing with that, that he has he has, uh an episode or or three every month and in these episodes he just goes like completely berserk like verbally abusive you know <laughs> he can tell me from a to z so um his statements are always negative toxic i mean it's insanity talk right so um so we're going to therapy and, uh, you know, the therapist says their boundaries. So, you know, whenever he gets like this, I, I say, you know, things are getting too intense. Um, and then, you know, I just go take a drive or, you know, just take the kids, you know, to the toy store or something and he rests. And then when we come back, he's a little better but still negative. You can tell he's demeanor, he's negative. And usually, you know, he starts talking and then the verbal abuse starts again. I mean, it is, you know, verbal abuse, because, you know, he's very negative about the past, the past that we went through, and the way I am, he takes it all negative and everything. So, my question is, um, besides, you know, taking off, because when he goes, through his ranting and you know talking like you know i don't think there's any way that i can take him down from it you know i cannot comment down like it's done you know
1: so i just want to ask you erica know, you mentioned verbal abuse do you feel physically that. safe <laughs> sorry sorry to, i sorry to interrupt do you do you feel physically safe when he's like that
5: well, okay, so we are going to therapy, right? So, yes, yes, I do feel physically safe, although before it has gone to the escalation of physical physical violence. You know, we have we yeah. have, you know, this was like maybe 3 or 4 years ago, right? So, yeah. we are going to therapy and we are fixing this marriage because I'm not going to walk out of it. <laughs> Right, so I'm, I, you I'm, know. I'm, I'm, we're I'm pleased in that you're willing you to have fight this. So, you know, fight we're going him. to therapy and the therapist is telling us, you know, how to deal with this so it doesn't escalate and this is why I take off with the children or I just take off, you know, and give, give him time to rest or time to calm mm-hmm. down and then go back again. So he has these episodes like three or four you know, like two to three times, sure. in, uh, you
1: know a, a month no,, I, you said that, yeah, I Erica, let me ask you, you this so when when thing. have you you know I imagine you've described this to the therapist, and when so when you come back from that drive or from taking the kids to the store, um how has your therapist suggested that you reengage with your husband has, has your counselor given you any tools so far?
5: well okay so he's also going to a doctor so his doctor has given him medicine and he's talking. You know, he's talking. If I No,
1: that's good. But I'm, I'm saying, has the has your? But you're saying you're going to therapy with him, and and you. So I'm asking you, because you're, you're asking me, what do you do to re-engage with him if he's still in a negative place? What I'm asking is, what tools has your your counselor given you to re-engage him when you come back so that he doesn't start the verbal abuse again, or have you guys not talked about that yet?
5: Well, the only thing that I remember is to just keep the house calm and talk. If you got to talk to him, talk to him in a calm voice and just, you know, Okay.
1: Well I want you to talk with your therapist. Okay, so I want you to ask your therapist the question you asked me, okay, because it's going to be really important for you and your husband to be on the same page about this, okay? Because when you you know, if 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 not, then whatever you do is probably not gonna work. Right? Because if he's in a place where his emotional temperature is elevated and he's not thinking straight, and you come back in, you could say all the right things and be perfectly calm, but it's still but he's not gonna respond well to it. So what what you need to talk with your therapist about is what kind of boundaries you can set and, that, that you know and and what kind of structure needs to be in place the two of you can agree to to be able to manage his emotions when you come back home right so so I want you to make that the main thing that you do and anything I say is going to be supportive to that right? because you're, you're you know, whatever your counselor is saying has to kind of come first so I want you to really talk with your counselor and your husband about you know, how do you re-engage when you come back so that he doesn't just unleash that verbal abuse on you. That said, you know, I, I, I agree, right, that it's, a, that it's important to, to not allow yourself to get wound up um, and when you're, whenever he's coming at you that way, and you need to kind of be calm, um, but I don't want you to tiptoe around him okay it's important when you're dealing with somebody who is struggling emotionally, whether it's you know with depression or anxiety or post traumatic stress anything like that it's important to to be very calm but also be very clear about what the boundaries are and if he is engaging you in a a verbally abusive way you don't want to respond to any of it not any of the content of what he's saying what you want to do is, is reinterpret what he's saying as I'm hurt, I'm angry, I'm scared and I don't know what to do about it Right, and you want to and, and instead it's so whenever he's maybe calling you names or saying mean things to you, or the natural tendency is to either defend ourselves or lash back out at him it's going to be really hard as, to make to to not do that but but you're going to want to avoid that as much as possible and instead focus on the the real message that he's communicating to you, which is I feel out of control I feel." hurt and angry and scared and I don't know what to do about it and so whenever you hear him saying those mean things to you again assuming you feel physically safe if you don't then you need to be out of there all right and again talk with your therapist about that but what you want to how you want to respond to that is to say to him I hear that you're angry I hear that you're scared or I hear that you're upset I'm really sorry I am not your enemy I'm here to help work with you through this when you're ready to do that work and you just use the broken record technique. doesn't matter what he says, uh, no, ma- and what, no matter what it comes out of his mouth, and unless it's, yes, Erica, let's work through this together. What you want to be saying over and over again is, I hear how upset you are, I hear how concerned you are, I hear how angry you are, I hear how scared you are. I am not your enemy. I'm here to work with you through this when you're ready to work with me. And then whenever he does get to a place where he's calm enough to have that conversation, the next step is, I'm so sorry that you're struggling. Let's talk about one small thing we could do to either affect the situation you know, in a positive way or help us feel better. Either way, what's one small thing we could do to try to address the problem that you're concerned about or help us feel better? Right. So that's, that's part two. Part one, again, is regardless of what he's saying, to, kind of, to, to not engage the content of what he's saying, but to, re, to empathize and redirect. I'm sorry that you're struggling with this. I hear how angry you are, how scared you are, how upset you are. I am not your enemy, and I need you to stop treating me like your enemy. And when you're ready to work through this with me, I am here for you. And don't say anything else until he's ready to say, okay, Erica, I'm sorry, let's, let's start. And then you can say, like, okay, look, I hear how upset you are. Let's figure out one small thing that we can do to try to make the situation a little better or help us feel a little bit better. And you want to hold on to that. Now, again, though, that's secondary to anything else that your counselor will tell you to do, especially in this situation where there's, there's, there's verbal abuse. So I want you to really talk with your counselor first about when you come back from the store or when you come back from that ride, how can you reengage your husband so that you don't um, you know uh, put yourself in a position where you're being verbally abused again?
2: The other thing, and I'm hoping your counselor has taken care of this and is insightful enough to. You know, share with you how to handle this. It sounds like they may have at this point because you are getting the children out to the store or the playground or something like that. But I'd really like you to have a conversation with your counselor on what are the things that you can do to help your children work through this because they're hearing it no matter where they are in in your home. They are hearing this. They know that you have to get them out of there to keep them safer. Really have conversations with your counselor on what should you be saying with your children, how can you help them process this and realize you know, what is going on in this situation so that they can have a cohesive narrative that keeps them mentally and spiritually safe and healthy through all of this because you're handling all of this for yourself, the attacks on you, everything that your poor husband is going through because of this complex post-traumatic stress But the children, it's great that you're getting them out. Good for you. That takes a strong, insightful mom. But you really want to talk with your therapist or another family therapist or someone who specializes in children on how to help the kids through this. Since their dad has to deal with this on an ongoing basis, how do you structure their world and use the right language with them to help them process through this and keep them not just physically safe, but emotionally healthy through it all.
1: Uh, Erica, thank you so much for the call. There's more we can do to support you. Don't hesitate to reach out to us here on the program. 877-573-7825. We are talking with you today about navigating negativity. Are negative thoughts or negative people bringing you down, holding you back? wearing you out we want to help you find grace-filled steps to reclaiming your power and walking toward that happier healthier life and more joyful relationships the number 877 573 7825 again that's 877 573 7825 as we head out to our break it's time for our scripture of the day which comes to us from second corinthians chapter 10 verses 3 through 5
2: Although we are in the flesh, we do not battle according to the flesh. For the weapons of our battle are not of not the flesh, but are enormously powerful, capable of destroying fortresses. We destroy arguments and every pretension raising itself against the knowledge of God, and take every thought captive in obedience to Christ.
1: Again, you know with these thoughts that go through our head, uh, these feelings that we have, they are real. But they're not always true or helpful. And so we need to take those feelings and thoughts captive in obedience to Christ and bring them to God and say, teach us, Lord, how to respond to these things in ways that help us to glorify you, be our best selves, and work for the ultimate good of everybody involved.
2: And these weapons that we're called to use that are not of the flesh, but of God. You know, I love the fact that when we back up and don't just look at at take every thought captive, we look at Scripture reassuring us that These weapons are enormously powerful and capable of destroying fortresses. And often we feel like we build these fortresses of negativity, of anxiety, to keep us safe. We think those are keeping us safe if we just don't expect too much. If we just stay in our corner of our fortress and be quiet. If we just worry enough, we'll have all our bases covered but no, God's grace and the weapons he teaches us to use can bring down those false fortresses that do nothing but harm us and allow his grace to change our lives, change our hearts, change our well-being. They're very, very powerful, and we need to take our consolation and assurance in that.
1: 877-573-7825. We're checking your calls. On navigating negativity, whether they're your own negative thoughts or the negative people in your life, we are here to help. 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue with your calls coming up right after the break
2: every woman deserves specialized health care at Arbor women Health our team of compassionate professionals listen to our patients and want to understand what they're going through they serve everyone from teen girls to seniors our faith-based clinicians specialize in obstetrics gynecology fertility awareness and crisis or unexpected pregnancies call seven three four Nine three zero forty twenty or visit arborwomenhealth.org Arbor Woman faith-inspired dignity-affirming health care.
0: The binary choice between life and death is the
1: engine that drives the entire story of human history. It's there in the garden where Adam and Eve made the wrong choice. It's there in the days of Cain and Abel when they have to choose between right and wrong worship. It's there with Joshua in chapter 24 where he says choose this day whom you will serve. And the binary choice is the there with King David when Bathsheba catches his eye. It's there in Proverbs 14.12. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. And it's there in Jesus' teaching.
0: Will you build on the rock, or will you build on sand? And when we talk about imitating Christ, we mean that we want to be like Jesus, who always makes the right choice, choosing God above created things. He chooses life, and for those who follow him, he promises abundant life. Even eternal life. Cresta in the afternoon. Weekdays from four to six on Ave Maria Radio and the Ave Maria Radio app.
4: Princess Mediterranean Grill is family-owned
2: and operated. We are available for all of your catering and carryout needs. Whether it's a Sunday family meal or a large event, allow our family to serve your family the finest Mediterranean cuisine in town. Please visit our two locations in Farmington Hills and Commerce Township. Visit our website, princessgrill.com. That's princessgrill.com. Or call 248-624-5600 and ask for Kenny. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body?
1: Well, and follow us on Facebook at More2Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there.
2: Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popcheck.
1: I'm Dr. Greg Popchek and Today's show is titled Navigating Negativity, as we talk about overcoming both those negative thoughts and finding ways to charitably engage those negative people in your life. 877 573 7825. We're
2: talking now with Angela, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Texas on Guadalupe Radio.
1: Hi, Angela. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Well, coincidentally,
6: the last caller helped me quite a bit. Thank you. But Well, that's wonderful. That's
2: why we do this. Everyone shares their wisdom, and we all learn together. What can we do for you today?
6: Yeah. Okay. My uh, husband, 59, we've been together 28 years, is uh, diagnosed. Um, schizoaffective disorder, paranoia, um, psychosis. Uh, he's been in the mental hospital. Right now, I want him to take meds. He actually started something, and we got it down to where it's just one. It's a shot. But in, he's been reaching out, and he's Protestant faith, basically, trying, thinking that, you know, if he the more he reads the Bible and does, you know, listens to sermons, the better he'll get. He thinks I'm not... Trusting God, so he does not want to take the meds. He wants off anything, and to just read the Bible. I wanted to do both, <laughs> so we've got this constant. I mean, the last time he had to go get a shot, it was you know extreme pressure. You know,
3: it just so, so
1: Angela, let me ask: there. Is he obviously he's working with psychiatrists in some way, uh, or, or 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 is yeah, he? he is. I, I guess how, he is. But okay, and. And and is he? Are you guys in some kind of counseling as well? You know, where, 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 what kind of support are you getting?
6: Uh, they they gave us a counselor. That's another thing. Is he thinks that it's part of his paranoia. He thinks they're all of the devil. Oh. Um, okay. <laughs> so it, that's all a right. tough one too.
1: Are you? I mean, are, I can and, feel myself. and does he see his psychiatrist on any kind of regular basis?
6: No, he just. I had to. Honestly, I had to force him in. He had he wasn't taking meds for like three three years, and I had to force him into the mental okay. hospital, and uh, that's okay. when he started seeing somebody. I only seen him twice. Only seen her twice. Okay.
1: Well, so, so Angela, so you know, um, this is something where it's going to be really important for you to going to be that prophetic woman of God who stands up for what a healthy and holy household looks like right where you're you know this is not a, this is not a conversation right this is not a discussion between you know two people who are in a good place who can be partners together in making this happen this is a this is a conversation between somebody who is you know mentally clearer and somebody who is struggling with a serious mental illness uh and you know so you you can't defer to him on what he wants to do about this he doesn't think clearly about his situation and his treatment and so you know it's a, it's going to be up to you to create a structure that requires him to go to the psychiatrist, to participate in counseling, as much as you possibly can. I mean, if he absolutely refuses, then he absolutely refuses. But, uh, you know, part of that means needs to be saying to him, listen, honey, I love you and I'm committed to you, and I, I want us to work on this together. Which means, yes accessing our spiritual resources and reading the Bible and praying together and taking advantage of all the grace that God wants to give us. Um, but, you know, as we say all the time on the program, you know, if you were comparing a human being to a car, grace is the gas that goes in the tank. But if we've got four flat tires and a broken engine, we're still not going to get down the road with a full tank, right? We've got to be able to cooperate with that grace. And so the medication and the counseling is what helps your husband take advantage of all that grace that God has given you guys. Um, And so, you know, your role in this is to be very clear that you stand for a healthy and holy household. And for your husband to be able to be there in that healthy, holy household and participate in creating a healthy, holy household, he needs to participate in his treatment. If he can't participate in his treatment, he may not be able to be there. And you need to have that very strong line about that, because that's what it takes to help somebody who is really thinking as poorly as he does, you know, through no fault of his own. But but he needs that strong structure around him in order to be healthy um, because the, the paranoid thoughts are very hard to, to, to fight back against medication isn't a lot of fun to take it has a lot of side effects and so you know, it can be very demoralizing and so you need somebody who is very loving but strong in that relationship to say "This I know it's hard but this is what it needs. this is what we need in order to have a healthy and holy household, and for you to be able to be a participant in creating that kind of household with me and, and you can be here as long as you're working on your program and doing your treatment, and if not. Then, uh, then this is not a healthy or holy or safe, for that matter, household, and you may not be able to be here. This, this is kind of one of those the arguments that you need to be willing to die on the hill for, right? So it's not a, it's not a conversation with, well, what do you think, honey? It's this is definitely one of those times where you know you need to be setting that structure and being involved as much as you are able or allowed to be uh, in those appointments with a psychiatrist, with a counselor, uh, so that you know what treatment recommendations he's getting and can help support him in that and also can learn how to deal in a healthy way with these various symptoms that he's exhibiting. So, Angela, I, I applaud you for your commitment in this relationship. You've been together for 28 years. Beautiful. I applaud you for your willingness to support your husband through all of this. Um, I just want to encourage you to be that healthy and strong woman of God that really stands up for that healthy and holy household uh, and stands up for the things that he needs to do to be an active participant in that household. Thank you so much for the call. If there's more we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out to us here. We've been talking, again, about navigating negativity throughout the show. And, you know, whether that's negative people uh, or your own negative thoughts getting in the way, negativity is a a common and serious problem. We all wrestle with it. Um, But the thing I want you all to take from the program, again, is the idea that, getting over negativity does not mean lapsing into this sort of false positivity where we say everything's fine I don't have to worry about it it's not really a problem look at how much worse other people have it or you know, those kinds of things which really don't help at all Right, because in the back of our heads, even if we're saying those things in the front of our head, in the back of our head, we're saying, "Yeah, right." And, and honestly, when other people try to cheerlead with us, and they, they say, "Well, hey, don't worry about it. Just smile. Just it'll be fine," we we do that same thing with them. Yeah, right. You just don't get it. The opposite of negativity, or the escape hatch for negativity, is not positivity. It's proactivity. It's being able to say, "Yes, this is hard. Yes, this stinks. Yes, I don't want to be here. Yes, I don't wish I didn't have to deal with this." But what can I do? There is always something small I can do to make a positive difference in the situation, to at least make myself feel a little bit better or healthier or stronger in some way, to cooperate with God's grace in the moment, to connect with the resources God has given me, or the support that God has placed in my life. And the more we're able to focus on that, even while we acknowledge the challenges that we're facing, the more we can navigate negativity by embracing the proactive ability to cooperate with God's grace regardless of what we're facing. And if you'd like support in making that happen in your life, reach out to us at catholiccounselors.com where you can learn more about all of our resources, including the Pastoral Solutions Institute's pastoral telecounseling practice, where you can work with a faithful, professional Catholic counselor to help you transform your marriage, family, personal life in the light of God's grace. Learn more at catholiccounselors.com. And get out there and celebrate the life God has for you. Because you know what? With God's grace, there really is so much more to life. Have a blessed day. Thanks for tuning in.
3: been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popcheck. More to Life is a co production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.